The following program was produced by Community Producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the Community Producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for the evening. Happy autumn. Happy fall. It is the first day of fall, I believe, September 22nd, 2021. Hope everybody had a great summer. It is also, as we call September, I am told, that it is Hunger Action Month. And um, when I was trying to think of a guest, I could think of no one better than someone that has dedicated her life to uh, the fight against hunger, and uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome my first guest, the Executive Director of the Bread of Life and my good friend, Miss Gabriella Stelmack. Thanks, Mike. Welcome Thanks to the for program. for having me. Glad to be here. You know, we were chatting uh, a couple minutes before, and I was thinking, because you're like, what are we going to talk about? You've been on the show so <laughs> many times. Um, but dating back toward the old show, which is now, uh, I think I stopped that show back in, we, we stopped, Brian, Biggie, and I. 2012, the old Giving Back mm. show, but including those years and, and this version of the show 02148, I think you're the most uh, uh, frequent guest that I've had. What do you think? Well, <laughs> it could be. I, yeah, because, because, you know, you obviously I was... You uh, had Bread of Life in the spotlight. Well, so that's right. Yeah, well, that you. originally, right, Giving Back was all about Bread of Life, and I served mm. on the board, so uh, mm. there was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And there still is. There still is, and we're <laughs> going to get into all that tonight. Um, how you doing? Well, I'm doing very well. Bread of Life has been super busy, so I've been super busy. I, I can't think of anyone in the organization who hasn't been. No, <laughs> It's I all know. hands on deck for a long time now. I know, I know. And we've got some uh, events to talk about, uh, mainly in a couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah, I'm as you said, the big the big thing is this is Hunger Action yes. Network, um, which is the the food banks across the country oh, yes. feeding Thank America. You. They have had this for several years now as a way to move people into action around hunger and food insecurity. So we um, it's good timing for us because we have brought back our annual walk, which didn't happen the past couple of years. Yes. And so it is going to be uh, Sunday, October 3rd, back at Pine Banks. Yes. It's not going to be a run. I know, I know. Because you used to always run along with Mayor uh, Gary, and we decided— I beat him every year, but— <laughs> You did. <laughs> I actually don't know who came in when, so no, you could— yeah, I don't think I ever beat you him. You could get away with that. He's a few years younger. 
No, you kidding me? He'd be, he'd be calling in the show right now if he had a call. Fact checker. Uh, yes. Malden fact checker. Malden fact checker. Um, but, yeah, we are having it. It's going to be uh, all outside, so people will walk, and we'll have, uh, it looks like we're going to have pizza. We'll have some other, you know, snacks. We'll have water. Susan Warnick, the broadcaster. I know. Awesome. Yes, yeah. is opening for us, and... We have partnered with the family of Beatrice Flamia, mm-hmm. who sadly had passed away, and her family wanted to do something in her honor. And um, you know, she was a longtime Malden resident and raised her children, and um, you know, was always interested in helping the community. And so they thought, why not do something in her honor, yeah. in her memory, and have it benefit Bread of Life. So um, Tom Rosa from the family has been working with us, and he's also organized a concert component. Wait a minute. So, yeah. I didn't know yeah. about that. It's going to be a concert. Wow. And if you've got a, a smartphone or, a, you know, an Apple, bring it with you because uh, an iPhone. Sorry, I'm dating myself. See how old you get when you call things Apple? <laughs> an iPhone. Or an iPad or an i whatever, and bring apples too. (laughs) Um, Because we'll be, some of it is going to be um, stream, you know, we'll be, we'll be. Oh, live stream? Yes. So we'll be be able to watch things. Oh, right. Because we're going to have Susan Warnick that way, because I believe she's in Florida. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, you'll be able to keep in touch through, through that. And uh, it should be a great time. You can register it on our website. It's $25 for registration. And uh, there's f- online forms at uh, breadoflifemalden.org. Right. Go to our events page. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it because it's been our signature event since 1993. I told you I wouldn't go back into the ancient history, but it That's was the first. Yeah fundraiser that we really organized we incorporated in 92 and the next year we did the walk and in 2020 obviously with covid uh, and the pandemic but that was the only year it we've missed no we didn't then. do it in 2019 either oh we, we missed two years yeah although that was deliberate we had oh yeah eh, there had been a lot board, of walks <laughs> and we had said maybe we should just that's right. You know, we were starting a new development project. We were uh, with uh, a program with hiring Patty Kelly. That's right. And we thought, you know, the big push was the capital campaign and right. let us just try to focus. Um, and, and as it, you said, for a few years we had the run as well. It was a fun run. Yeah. And um, when it came back, I said, oh, they're not doing the run, but this just seems to make sense. It's a great event for everybody. And it keeps it simple, especially since we have a big, the concert um, right. component that now. Element. Yep. Yeah, that'll be fun. We have some locals. I think Brendan Carroll from um, uh, Melrose, who is a Celtic performer, he'll, he'll be performing, and Tom's daughter will be performing, and it, that should be fun. Do you, did you know, or maybe you knew, but there was a, there was a race scheduled for that um, day um, Malden Oktoberfest um, that they were doing know. the five miler and it was canceled. Oh um, my! Who was doing that? No, I didn't hear about um, it. Who, uh, who's that? Cambridge Five K. Cambridge Five K oh, runs it. They had it. They oh, used to I've have it. Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had it in March before, and then and then yeah. they would. It was a, a five miler and a half marathon, and they came back and they were doing it. I'm like, 
this is the same day as the Bread of Life, and because uh, I was, I signed up to run that, and um, so it was earlier in the day. So I'm like, I'll, you know, I'll be able to do that and go over and do the walk and stuff. But as it they turns out, it. they ended up. Uh, I, I I think the sales were lower. I'm not sure. Exactly. Isn't that associated with like a brewery or something like that? Or am I thinking? Well, they're calling Oktoberfest. That's the one. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was. But yeah, we have had it before. But there was another organization doing a run in the morning because yeah. one that people should know is our event doesn't start till noon. Right. It's a Sunday. It starts at noon. Right. So you right. do not have to wake up early for our event. <laughs> no. Roll out of bed and come down and do a stroll. No. <laughs> and it, it should be beautiful. Good, exactly. It's a beautiful day yeah. for a yeah. Sunday in October. So um, so that was good news. I'm like, because I thought yeah. of the mayor at that. I go, you know what? He's going to run. I'm running. <laughs> then I'm walking. But yeah. you don't have to do that. So. Um, so it's in memory of Beatrice Lamia. Could you speak a little more about her? Yeah. Well, she she was a Malden resident yeah. for over 40 years. She had raised six children in Malden and with her husband, Robert, and she was very involved in the, in the community and uh, charitable giving with her time and talents. And uh, when she was young, she worked at the Schraff's mm-hmm. Candy Factory in Everett, um, so she had a heart for the homeless and hungry, and that's why her family uh, thought of Bread of Life. Oh, they reached beautiful. out to us, and it just so happened that um, um, the day that she passed, actually, amazingly, was October 3rd. And that oh. we always have had our walk, you know, on the first Sunday of October. So we thought, well, this sounds like it was meant to be. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, how do we sign up for this thing? Because I have yet to sign up, and uh, I'm yeah. going to do that very soon. Yeah, head to our, our website, yeah. and it is, um, actually, you can click on the top announcement bar on every page, and it'll take you to the events page. Are we or, uh, T-shirts? Yeah, if in, everybody who, uh, who signs up will get a T-shirt. They're going to be gray with the orange lettering for the, for the um, hunger action Oh, very nice. Month, we very orange, nice. yeah. Yeah. And there'll be balloons, and I'm probably forgetting some things. Oh, there will be a, a raffle. There'll be some items that are going to be raffled. I think a Turner's gift certificate and some baskets. It's so, a great day. Uh, look for that. Yeah, it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Um, and Pisa Pizza is donating pizzas. Oh, yeah. And that's always fun when you come back from that strenuous three-mile <laughs> stroll. <laughs> yeah. It should be a lot of fun. Um, it's always a huge thing, and, and, and my brother Mark played a couple of times, right? Well, many, he times, many times, many times. He played, and he, did, and he played DJ'd on other other years. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So maybe we'll get him to walk this year and get out exercise, not just hang around lazy. Yeah, no, it's nice having the entertainment when people come back. Yeah, that's when the concert will be when they come back. They're having the pizza, the snacks, the, and uh, be able to listen to music. Great. Mm-hmm. And that is October 3rd, which is unbelievable. We're at the end of September here. Mm-hmm. Is that a week from Sunday or two weeks from Sunday? I can't do the math. I think it's a week from Sunday. Wow. Yeah. All right. Go to the website. Sign up. This is going to be a great event. Um, we'll get to some, some events after that as well. But um, the big thing was the new building for the last several years yes right yeah yeah so uh, i'd love uh, to for you to take this opportunity on uh giving us an update on all of that yeah well thank you for those of you who 
don't know, Bread of Life is homegrown. We started locally in 1980, a local church, and then we've rented for years on Main Street. People used to see us. People used to see um, our, our neighbors, our patrons lined up to get groceries on the sidewalk in front of 511 Main Street. And and uh, we've always had uh, donated or rented spaces for our evening meal program. So we grew from an evening meal in a church to you know, having a big pantry program. We now have a Malden-based pantry that serves uh, 13 communities. We have an Everett mobile market that we started during COVID that um, is at the Lafayette School where people can drive through or walk up. We still have the evening meal program at the First Baptist Church. Um, We have an Everett backpack nutrition program where we work with the Everett schools. So each... Kids, we give out 200 to 300 backpacks um, a month through the school staff, the, right. mainly the principals, the guidance counselors, and they uh, distribute them to the kids that they know have special needs. It's usually food items the child can eat themselves. The student, um, it's we do it at the Whittier, the Kaverian, the Parlin, the high school, and to the special needs group. Mm-hmm. And this might be serious, you know, cup of cereal with a, a milk box, um, peanut butter, tuna in a pouch, crackers, um, you know, all kinds of uh, dried fruit, you know, the raisins. Did you get donations specifically for that program? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah we do granola bars, yeah. um, Chef Boyardee, like cup of pasta or... Um, this is what you know, I live on. A cup guess. of soup. <laughs> you need a backpack. Uh and we also continue to deliver meals and groceries to yeah. homeless families and individuals in motels. So that fluctuates, but it is still happening. Mm. And the big news is uh, housing families uh, at the start of 2021 uh, got a contract to house homeless, uh, chronically you know, homeless individuals, which is the first time I've ever seen that done by the state. So it's a state-funded program. Oh, it's wow. like a... It's it's innovative, yes, um, and, and it's and it's wonderful because there really was never that resource. It was always shelters, and I think partly you know group congregate shelters, and I yeah. think partly the COVID made people think uh, you know it really is better to be in your own room than to be in a, a large room with all these mm-hmm. other people. So, yeah, speaking of COVID, I mean, in, in 2019 we served at Bread of Life all of our programs about 8,500 individual people if you discounted the a person the first time that you saw them in the year yeah. and we did about 55,000 different services of one kind or another whether it was a meal or groceries and in 2020 it was um, 25,000 individuals so over you know between three and four times as many people and about 123,000 services wow. compared to the 55,000 so we were as I keep telling me we we're just you know, to the wall, we were... A lot of things had to be reimagined, rethought, yeah, yeah. right? And getting, you know, getting more, getting trucks donated, yeah. uh, trying to get food every which way that we could, um, continually looking for volunteers, which we still are, uh, because our programs have expanded and we still need volunteers, mm-hmm. essentially 12 to 5, Monday through Friday, and actually all day on Thursdays. And then in the evening, for our evening meal p- uh, program, like between 3.30 and 7, 
at, uh, which is still at the First Baptist Church. So during this past year, amazingly, we were able to, with all that still going on, because the outpouring of support was so great and the food need was so highlighted across the nation, around the world, yeah. um, we actually were able to hit the mark on our capital campaign for the new building. So the idea is that we demolished the building that we bought for that purpose, which right. is a 54 Eastern. We bought it in 2014. We've actually been raising money since about 2012, I'd say. Um, and we hope to demolish it uh, before December 31st wow. of this year. And uh, so we're really now, you know, driving hard firing on every cylinder, on all cylinders, to do all the things necessary to do that with um, all the financing and the legal work and the construction documents, the pricing documents, everything that's a lot of things that have to be done. And you've had to physically leave that, obviously, that building right. and relocate temporarily. Right. So except for the meal program, which we'll keep at the First Baptist Correct. Church, yep. which has been a really wonderful, gracious partner for years mm -hmm. many many years and um and they still volunteer they still have their third friday night when they come with the meal um, we'll keep the meal there there while we build in 2022 right but um meanwhile we've completely moved out of 54 eastern and our pantry warehouse is a, a leased space at 109 madison for the duration till we inaugurate the new building and that's very close to the 54 Eastern. It's it's just across Main Street. Uh, it's near Hoffs, actually. Yeah. And then we rented a small office on uh, four, 214 Commercial Street. Did you find any uh, um, trouble with, with the folks that were, as far as communicating to them that we're in a new place? This is for the... I took a transition, yeah, took a but we moved period. by the end of June, Yeah. the pantry operation. So I think that's all resolved now. Everyone has caught up with us. But, yeah, that's always a concern when you move, yeah, that people don't know. And as you know, um, Bread of Life serves a real diversity yes. of people. And, uh, you know, 80% of the people who come to us identify as, as non-white. We have many people whose um, first language is not English. Yep. So we do um, have to translate documents into a number of languages, including um, Chinese, Haitian Creole, Portuguese, Spanish, Arabic. So we and we have a, a program and a, a coordinator just to work on that, which we call food access. Make sure we have interpreters um, available, translation of all our important documents. So um, so yeah, that's very important is communicating that. Yeah. Um, well, if I could, let's let's. I know we we kind of just went over it quickly, but. Um, what a traumatic event for not, not just our Bread of Life organization, but that's what we're here to talk about tonight. And and what was going through your mind when all that came down? I guess I guess now it's about a year and a half ago. It was March yeah. of 2020, the middle of March, we'll when never forget. the world changed, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, for you and for this organization, and I, I just if you could take yourself back. I know you've been so in the moment and so busy, but... Uh, have you had time to look back, and, and, or are you still in the middle of it? 
as far no, as the numbers are coming back yeah. uh, in terms of the need are they're not at pre-covid levels yet okay and that'll probably continue for a while but um you know things have have gotten much more manageable um i you know i i, I give all the credit to our fantastic staff and the hundreds of volunteers and we partnered with with you know all the neighbors helping neighbors um, Everett Community um, Aid Network uh, Melrose Helps um, oh many organizations to to bring the volunteers to bear and the amount of work just went up you know exponentially right, right. Um, and but right away as soon as that happened we had we had the announcement from the from the governor um, and we knew that all kinds of things were closing Everett City Hall was closing that stopped our Everett pantry uh, all of a sudden what happened to our dinner program right. within days we had already pivoted so that okay a plan was made but the pantry staff and McKay Russo, the coordinator. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna bag everything. We're gonna be outside. Became a takeout operation. Um, essentially, yeah, it became a takeout, a grab and go. So right. we pre-bagged instead of being able to come in and have some selection. Now it's still pre-bagged. Uh, your perishables. We're still doing, you know, all the produce, yeah. the dairy, the meat and fish, the bakery, but it's it's pre-bagged. And it's the number of bags by family size. And uh, eventually, after a few months, we were able to find this uh, outdoor distribution site for Everett because we're right. still not back in Everett City Hall. I don't know when, if that will happen. But right. we've, we just, and we were able to distribute with both of those programs through the winter. I mean, we just, we, we bought patio warmers. Right. Um, people were bundled up. I mean, I really didn't know what was going to happen. The meal program also went to uh, grab-and-go. Keep Nothing stopped. Mm. No pro program, you know, um, stopped. We That's just re- so really You still, like, I'm going to go after this to, to the evening meal, and it's uh, grab-and-go from the front lawn of the Baptist Church. Come and and nothing get your stopped, meal but, the, but the spike in de- there was a spike in demand, correct? It was it was huge. It was yeah. just exponential. That's why the numbers let's let's say the number of services went from fifty five thousand in two thousand nineteen to what one hundred and twenty three thousand in twenty twenty. So it was a yeah it was a huge uh, amount of work, and um, that's how it got done. It was everybody just being so adaptable and wanting to work on it, yeah. and so many contributors. I mean, I thank all of our donors, all the banks, all the foundations, is really too numerous even to go through yeah. how many people donated money, time, uh, food, and made it all happen. Yeah. Well, when there's a crisis, uh, people come together. That's, uh, I think that's really true. That was really the silver lining, the, the wonderful thing that happened. Um, now, is it, you said the numbers of kind of started declining back. yeah mm-hmm. now during all this we have many i keep saying weeks so. um, yeah you were on the board for a year <laughs> how many years was it 15 or i don't think it's quite 15 I think but you did the giving back the, yeah. for 10 the giving back program yeah oh i think we, we just did that four years oh that was four okay yes yes sometimes but you were on the long. board for 
before yeah, that. 12, yeah, twelve. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's probably it like a dozen 12, years. A dozen yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so forgive me for saying. Yes, we of course. Uh, but many, Once many partners a bread and lifer, Always a bread lifer. Right. Right. Did you lose any partners during this? Uh, yeah, time? I'd say we lost them in terms of um, many of our partners were the meal. The meal, evening yes. meal partners. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, some of them, um, and many of them still said we're not ready to come back. Right. You know, older volunteers, people with other health problems. Uh, some of them have continued to, to give financial contributions. So here's the funds, and you buy the food. Um, others are doing their food prep in a different way, like maybe they're doing it off-site. Okay. Or maybe yeah. they're, they're having it made. We've also partnered with different restaurants that have become new partners where um, they've run some of them have just donated food like you know 40 meals for this night um we've you know the dock side has been great to us um you know we've worked with pearl street station bobby c's giacomo's in uh, melrose um, mm. la cuchara in melrose um, so uh, Forge Bakery, I think it's in Somerville or Cambridge. Um, and sometimes it's a partnership where um, a patron of the restaurant can go in and buy a meal, and then the restaurant will don't, they'll, they'll also buy a meal for Bread of Life. That's what we've sort of transitioned into. So it's win-win. The restaurant gets a, you know, an, another meal sold, and then Bread of Life gets a free meal, and it's from the, the patrons buying them for us. Awesome stuff. Now, was there any talk of, so you, you have never gone back to the sit-down, correct? Or Actually, um, as of the September 7th, two weeks ago now, okay. we made it an option that you could still come to the dinner, get your bagged meal, because the, the volunteers were not all comfortable with, with being exposed to the guests. So we decided sure. to just continue make, you know, boxing and bagging the meal and the associated groceries that yeah. might be some bread fruit juice so on uh, and then if the person wants to they can come inside and they'll wear a mask and then we will serve them their their oh, coffee okay. and so that still happened we have a few takers it's still good weather but the real yeah. reason behind that is because the weather is not going to continue to be good right and uh, we want to get people and our volunteers also comfortable with people coming inside and being able especially homeless but also disabled or elderly people who wanted to sit down and eat and not have to carry things around and carry food to so wherever what was the was that the case last winter no we have not had okay. anyone in so, since covid started okay. until a couple of weeks ago so this is this is the first, first oh, and okay. there's been a, a few takers a few yeah. homeless people a few senior citizens as I said, you know, as, as November comes, December, yes. and you're probably going to ask me about Thanksgiving oh, and yes. Christmas. So just let that. me say, yeah. oh, okay. We'll <laughs> People are already asking me about Thanksgiving, like well, in, you know, enormous. July or something. <laughs> really the signature event, wouldn't you say, through the, over oh, the decades? Yeah. Uh, for the Bread of Life? Because we get so many people, and it's yeah. so much fun. It is. I love it. Yeah. That's, I think that's when I first started getting involved was, was the helping out the really? night before. I, I think. At the Center Methodist? Right out here. We used to do it at Center Methodist. Is it right? Where am yeah, I across the street. Before yes, it was the, the senior was the center, that was a Methodist was, church. Mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm. way back. And we used to have the dinner there, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then when that when that became the senior center, the city bought it for the senior center. Correct. We then moved into the high school to oh, have yeah, it. Oh yeah, that's been. And the high school's fantastic, and the staff there is fantastic. The oh. food service staff. Um, you got the whole kitchen. And the wonderful kitchen. Yeah. Matter of fact, in the design of our new kitchen, our kitchen staff had in mind some of the, uh, you know, the equipment and the, the setup that's in the high school. As a as sure. a sort of a, t- a, a template to use for our new kitchen, yeah. Well, you know, I, I said before we started, and now let's not go way back. We always go back to the seventies and the eighties. But and I don't the seventies. I wasn't it, it, born yet. No. Oh. You know what? I, I heard a Bee Gees song today. You can't it's lie fun. when you're on. <laughs> don't do fact checking. <laughs> this is live to tape. We can edit <laughs> anything you want out. Um, but at the top of the program, I did say that you have dedicated your life to this cause. Um, but I always uh, just thought it was a beautiful story of your own life where you college um, really wasn't your, uh, right? It wasn't your tr- life's track to begin with, right? And it, it seemed like a calling that came from above. So if you could just speak to that a little, I'd be quite grateful. Yeah. And actually, I was speaking with a group of um, college kids that were just asked. I think they were from Tufts when they asked about that and and Bread of Life. Of course, it is a faith-based ministry. It was started by the local church, Mm St. Paul's. So, yeah, I had had heard about um, St. Paul's when I was living down on the Cape and working at the Oceanographic and working in science, you know, marine, at that time, photochemistry. Yeah. And I was about to move to Boston to work at Harvard in the Division of Applied Science as a technician. And I said, oh, I'm going to go check out this program. And as I was working at, at Harvard and doing a lot of work in the lab, uh, I just began to feel like, you know, it wasn't my calling. And I started really uh, praying about it and um, uh, seeking, you know, spiritual counsel and thinking, you know, am I meant to go abroad? And I realized, well, I was so young, I really didn't know anything about anything <laughs> maybe I should stay here and as it turns out um, TriCap Tri-City Community Action Program um, had um, started working with Bread of Life it was not uh, I think it was not yet was it called Bread of yes it was I think it may have been called Bread of Life at, by that time mm-hmm. uh, it was called the St. Paul's Feeding Program for a while but they had gotten some money to hire, hire a homeless advocate and I, and I had started volunteering at the Pine Street Inn and working a little bit as a substitute um, staff on the women's unit. It's a big shelter in Boston, as you know. And I applied for the position as the homeless advocate. And amazingly, you know, Tom Fagley, Tom Fagley the director of Bread of Life, yeah, and the, uh, the uh, coordinator at TriCap decided that They'd take a chance on me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they, I bet they thought I wouldn't last one year, but here I am. That was 1988, and, uh, and uh, my duties evolved and changed. Yes. But that was, more more. yeah, that was the hand of God, and I knew that God had called me, placed me there. It was, it was crystal clear. It still is. And, that, you know, I always keep praying, keep me open. Is, is this still what you want me to do and so far? I think seems so. like the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I love it. I love bread of life, and as you said, it's it's just 
interwoven with every piece of my life. Mm-hmm. What's your passion? And when you mm-hmm. be able to, not that it, it never doesn't feel like work because I know there's <laughs> some long days, but um, it must just be feel like it's, this is my life. This is what I do. This I get to meet the best people. I mean, first of all, I've met, you know, people who were homeless or very poor yeah. that were like, angels. I mean, I've told this story before. I knew this homeless guy that, you know, I was down at the train one day and for some reason I didn't have any money on me at all. And and he reached into his pocket to give me money to take the subway. Yeah. And I knew many other people like that that were so uh, generous. Often it's people who have uh, very, very little who give more of what they have, you know, a bigger percentage um, and then I meet all these hundreds of volunteers because we have about 500 volunteers at any given time who, you know, they're working, they're raising children, um, they have their own, you know, sorrows and, and, and struggles in life to deal with, and yet they're taking the time to come and wash dishes at the evening meal and uh, bag groceries and, and, you know, clean shelves and sort vegetables. It's just amazing. It's as I say, I meet the best people. How can you not be encouraged every day, even with some of the very hard stories yes. yeah. that you hear and the very difficult struggles that people have with you know, finances, mm-hmm. homelessness, housing, all kinds of housing issues, and all other family problems that can beset you and illnesses and sicknesses that can leave you out of work. I mean, people sometimes used to say, well... Don't you get so depressed by seeing all this need? But the other side of it is how people rise to the occasion. Right. You see a lot of Just like COVID, you know. You put it out there what the need is if people come forward to help. Well, it's funny. You just spoke to um, a lot of people with COVID. A lot of people lost their jobs on the spot, and you saw the spike in the need. And um, Mm -hmm. food insecurity, which is uh, widespread. Um, which is all true. I always, uh, for me, one of the things I was drawn to, and, and you've spoken about this before, it's not all about food insecurity. It's not all about hunger. And, and uh, uh, one of my favorites, Mother Teresa, always spoke of the, the poverty of the spirit. And I saw, because I used to see people down at the dinner. I said, oh, that person just drove up in a pretty nice car. Good for them. Well, you know, I was kind of naive at the time. But... Uh, there was a, a need for companionship. There was a loneliness that's out there as well mm-hmm. that the Bread of Life um, hits on too and fills that gap. Yeah, a, a few years ago, I think it was before COVID, but there had been a, 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 a report that came out in the UK um, where they had identified in their health administration um, isolation and loneliness being um, public health issues on the level of... Um, of uh, obesity and uh, um, the uh, the management of the sugar. Sorry, senior moments. It's okay. <laughs> Diabetes. So uh, a serious health problem. Yes. So yeah. it's a it's it is it's it's a mental health issue. It's a social oh, issue. Which is spiking. 
And that's why, that's another reason behind bringing back the dinner program, because the meals were always about community. You have groups coming in to serve. fellowship. You have people coming in. People used to, you know, play mahjong or, you know, it really was a a gathering spot. And uh, definitely, that's very significant. You know, we're not just... uh, we're, we're not just physical. Yeah. We are emotional. We are spiritual. Which and is our tagline, right? Yeah, food for the body, nurture for the soul. Absolutely. You really can't separate that, and I think there's become more and more awareness. Uh, COVID brought it to light again that, yeah. you know, isolation has been very, very difficult on people. And... Um, Isolation and loneliness have, um, you know, physical ramifications. Yes, absolutely. So, um, so that's that's another reason I really would like to see the dinner program come back. Yeah, and and also even at our other programs like the food distribution. Yes, you build community. Like a lot of people that we that come in and become volunteers are people who originally came for food, and then when they get more on their feet, they want to volunteer. And I really have a strong. Um, belief in all, that's developed over all the years that I've worked in this field that most people, not 100%, but most people don't always want to be the needy one who's receiving. Because actually, even if someone doesn't have money, doesn't have food, doesn't have a place to live, they still have gifts, talents, and things to give. Yeah. may not be money. Right. Uh, But they can they have all kinds of of things, skills, experience, uh, whether it's with language, with carpentry, with numbers, with oh, so many things. And being able to to uh, give back and feel like you're part of you're part of the community that's helping, not just someone who is needy. No, you, you are part of the solution. Right. Yeah, the food, we could meet that need, and then you also can give. And I, I've just found that so often. I, th- I think it's a basic um, it's a basic drive that it's everyone— It's a need, isn't it? Because I, I, yeah. I was, I'm glad you brought that up. I've met so many people who have come back to give back. Oh, yeah. when I lost my job, you know, yeah. whether it was for a week, a month, or a couple yeah. of years— and it's yeah. your self-esteem too. When it's all, you know, does everyone? Do you want to be viewed as the person that mm. that needs help? Like, oh, they're always in trouble. Oh, we need to give them groceries. No, you want to feel like you're you are, you know, um, are self-reliant. You're capable. You're um, strong. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. I think it is innate. I've only met maybe. Not even a handful of people in my whole time who who basically didn't didn't like, want to do anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, you know, it takes all times. It takes uh, all kinds. That's right, and uh, that's fine. Also, that's fine. Also, that's but one of the most things. People, you know, what, there's no questions asked when they. What is it? Well, one page little application yes, for. It's an application because we have to get some demographics and yeah. some financial information. Sure. But, but we will serve you. And at the dinner, as you said, there's no application. No. So someone could be okay financially and come to the dinner for yeah. the social aspects. At the pantries, there are more of, you know, an application and, and criteria. Yeah. But, um, again, we have discretion, and certainly during the pandemic, sure. um, you know, we weren't able to do full applications. So we served everyone that, that came 
Yeah. Um, and, you you know, people were desperate need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As you said, we had people who would, you know, just the restaurant closed. They worked at a restaurant. All these restaurants closed. All these companies closed. Right. Companies went out of business. Um, you know, companies downsized because they didn't have the as much, you know, uh, business going on. Yeah. So there was there were people who meet you know came and then they would say that I you know I just lost my job, I don't know what's going to happen. And 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 so many folks live paycheck to paycheck, and, mm. and that stops. Yeah. Your terrible insecurity. And this organization, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, as far as volunteers, is fueled by volunteers as we, mm-hmm. you spoke about mm-hmm. during the show. Mm-hmm. But um, there's still a great need. We have yeah. a little flyer here that we probably can't focus in on. But um, there's still a great need Monday through Friday as, and all day Thursday yeah. from 12 to 5, Monday through Friday, and Thursdays 8.30 to 5. Um, whether it's unloading food trucks, stocking shelves, assembling grocery bags, delivering groceries, general maintenance. If there's something you can do to help out this organization, please do. Please go to the website. Please call uh, Gabriella or the office. Um, yeah, and you did mention the grocery delivery. We we do to. Uh, I, must I have don't a license. think. Yes, we often have pe- people who volunteer and use their own cars, and you're delivering door to door with a with the contactless delivery. Right, and that's to senior citizens, to um, disabled individuals, and to COVID quarantined households. But it's you know usually you're, you're texting or calling the person saying. I'm dropping the box for you, and it's a just a little box, and it's got the full order. It's got dairy, right. meat, fish, All uh, produce, right. and it's right. And that's been a fantastic program. At its height, it was doing about 350 boxes per week, and now it's it's averaging around uh, 200. So we're still doing quite a bit, and we really depend on the volunteer drivers, and that's coordinated by Tyrone, who started working for us during the mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. Great. Brand new program. Fantastic. And, um, of course, you are on all the platforms across uh, social media. From Facebook yeah, so they all listed. And, uh, that doesn't even list all of them. Um, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. Twitter. Twitter, yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Our friend Patty Kelly does a fantastic job. Follow us, job, like right? us. Yes. Yeah. She's she's great. And we love getting the photos of, of all, you know, like, you know, last night, Palo Alto employees were there at the dinner and at the pantry. And some um, high schoolers that are bound for college came yes. and helped at the dinner. Yeah. Um, we've, as I mentioned, we've had the Tufts students, BU students. So uh, we welcome groups and individuals. So, sure. And you can contact us through, you know, email or the general phone number, 781-397-0404. And we will hook you up. Good stuff. And, of course, food drives. Uh, actually, my organization did a food drive. We should do that. I have a friend yeah. from work along with me today. We should do that again this year, right? Salter Healthcare. Oh, but yeah, just, yeah. I see, oh, this, you'll read in the paper, This these high school kids or even elementary, <laughs> they're putting together a food drive and school to bread of life. They're all over the place. It's wonderful. Yeah, there were the kids in Melrose that during the COVID did this uh, food porch collection. They just flyered the neighborhoods that were collecting food, put it on your porch. Yes. And they would come in with carloads of food. Uh, the parents, you know, helping them pick yeah. everything. It's, it's really it, inspiring it just, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that's true. We, um, all of donations are welcome of all kinds of food. So 
Uh, there's a, actually a list on our website also. It's a, um, you know, how you can help. And it lists, right. it has the wish list there of, of foods. Awesome. Check that out. Well, it's about time we get back to this uh, main event in a couple of weeks, October 3rd, actually a week from Sunday. Um, so we're down to about 11 or 12 days. If you haven't registered yet, um, please do. It's the uh, annual, well, it's back to being an annual, hopefully. We've missed the last yeah. couple of years, but uh, uh, the Bread of Life Walk will be held at Pine Banks, which I frequent often with my oh, dog. Oh, and, I uh, didn't know that. It's yes, beautiful. I, I, I jog through there. It's a beautiful area. And um, I'm looking forward to that. And, and who do we have? Susan Warnick being streamed in live? Yes. And so we're going to, I don't know, I'm not a technical, I'm not an IT person. I don't know how that works. I just know you'll be able to see her on your phone. So Yes. <laughs> and I'll be there if live. If you can find a child, uh, they will yes, walk you through the Yes, instruct you. I'll bring my phone and say, I'll say to Mike, Mike, please oh, help Don't ask me. me. <laughs> help me. Uh, uh, but I, then the, and then the rest of us will be in person, you know, so. Yes. Yeah, I'll be speaking, and, and the Flamia family will be speaking. Uh, I believe Mayor Gary oh, will say some words. Yeah. yeah, even though we won't let him run. Well, I guess he can run if he wants to. He can run if you want. Get That's there right. first. Get the first slice of pizza. <laughs> piece of pizza. Piece of pizza. Thank you, Joe Crowley. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be huge. Um, then beyond that, not to get too far ahead of the game but uh, that is october here we are halloween mm. all the fun stuff by the way i love this weather i really do i mean i love i know when in the winter months you're like i can't wait till the summer <laughs> and the pre and after about three months and you start getting these beautiful september october yeah. days it's perfect it's temperature nice. mm -hmm. um i'll be cursing the snow soon but uh, for the next few weeks yeah we'll enjoy it while we have it um, so I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Other oh, events. Other events. So that brings us to Thanksgiving. Help. Uh, well, last year what we did because of COVID was we just did the grab and go from the First Baptist Church. Very minimal. Yeah. Um, often, as you know in the past, we would do something like 900 meals, and a big proportion of those were d delivered by volunteers to um, senior citizens. Yes. And we work directly with Mystic Valley Elder Services and getting their um, clients who normally would get meals on wheels. Um, so this uh, past year, um, Dan O'Leary and the staff had decided at Mystic Valley, Mystic Valley yeah. um, you know, it's just too unsafe for the, for the recipients and for the, the volunteers, and we just can't go there. So we did a, a very small um, grab-and-go at the First Baptist. On the other hand, um, Christmas, um, the Temples, Project Ezra, um, Temple, Teferit. Oh, that's um, another beautiful event. Uh, Shalom that's up in uh, Peabody that was temp Temple, Teferit, Israel in, in, um, on Salem Street. Mm -hmm. the, uh, Ed and John Weiner coordinating. Uh, they decided that, uh, you know, they'd still have a small crew come in and do the food and that they would do this, um, uh, the grab-and-go from the high school parking lot. And they so they did year? it. They did oh, it, okay. yeah. yeah. Right on Ferry Street, 
Um, there was a tent there. I think they did have some warmers. I believe Gary showed up and uh, Mayor oh, Gary. Right. And yeah, so I, um, I'm assuming that, that Christmas we're going to go forward either with something like that or maybe we'll be back inside. It's hard to see how Thanksgiving could shape up that fast. Right. But on the other hand, right. you know, it's two months. Um, yeah. You know, so we you're leaving, will you're leaving see. It open yeah, there really point. is. You know how it is. Everything's week by week. Yeah. So we're just going to have things. to, you know, see because we not only that event. You know, we serve a lot of guests. Maybe we serve, you know, two hundred or two hundred fifty guests that come in during the day, or two hundred fifty meals to the guests, and then most are delivery. Right, right. But you also have all those volunteers. I know. And so that's the thing. You pack them into the dining hall, into the kitchen, all those people. There's your problem. Are we... What about the prep leading in? Does any of that change? You, you, you're taking donations of, of uh, cooked turkeys? Is that all the well, same? At this point, you know, there won't be, oh. we won't make, we can't make that decision without knowing. I thought it was going to breaking news tonight. Yeah, because that, that's a volume that's question. That's a volume If question, you're doing sure. 900 or even 500 meals, then, and you have, and you have a, the logistics covered to do that with keeping people safe, then yes. At this point, we just don't know that, that that's possible. But we, you, but you still would plan to do something that, like you did last year, as far as um, yeah, turkey we dinner. We did a much smaller. We did yeah. do a turkey dinner, yeah, yeah and we distributed it. Um, we actually did it the night before. We gave people their meal for the Wednesday night and the turkey meal for the next day to take with them. And that was so just that was one of the things I'd love to do was the night before, especially the last few years, we're involved in high and we carving turkeys. You should be an expert turkeys. by now. Oh. I didn't carve. I got pretty good at it. I just walked around. Yeah. People had these knives, so I stayed out of the kitchen. Big knives. I'm like, do not Never go. should have been allowed to Don't go them. in the kitchen. It's a lot of stuff. It's amazing <laughs> yeah. there were no, I don't believe I there know. any accidents. I <laughs> know. There was no. My God. Some oh, of the folks there were a lot were of knives. Should, should you be holding a knife? <laughs> People got a little testy toward the end there when the final turkeys were coming in. <laughs> I know. That, that was. Uh, uh, I think what we do, four to, four to seven or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So hopefully, hopefully, if not this year, it, it's back soon. I but. know. I got a text from Gene Pinkham or a message where he He's said, in Arizona remember, now, yes. Right? He said, well, well, I might come back if you're doing the deliveries. I could help coordinate them. So, just, Gene, are you watching this? Um, are you still good for that? <laughs> How do you want to do <laughs> Contact him. Message me. Yeah. Well, he um, did just an <clears throat> unbelievable job. Year after year. It was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and doing the food for the motels that the, he would have the Knights of Columbus do from Immaculate right. Conception. Yeah. That's right. Um, if, he's, if that's a go when he's in town, I'm sure he'd be all over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the kind of guy he is. Um, okay, so, well, we were wait and see there, but the walk is on. We're looking forward to that. Um, I saw, you know, I, I kind of follow you on your social media and Facebook, but it's always, oh, by the way, um, we, you just had a great promotion with the, with the, um, do, 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 chicken and wine uh, every month for. Oh, yeah, treat yourself for a year. Treat yourself for a year. Yeah. Donations and, uh, of a Harrow, you get a Harrow's pot. Uh, chicken pie, yes, which, 
and you get a, I think, a bouquet of flowers, and you get a cake Dessert, from Hoff's, Hoff's, and you get a bottle of wine from Buckaloo's and Melrose. Yes. Uh, and our friend Kathy McKenna Kathy? won. She's yes, a board she did. member. Has she, has she enjoyed her first meal yet? Have I you think heard? it starts in October. It starts in October. Oh, so all of, suddenly she has all these new friends. <laughs> that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of cake and pie. <laughs> Such a great idea, you know. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was fun. That was a great idea. Again, Patty Kelly masterminds these things. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, the other thing that's happening now, I noticed you stayed clean shaven. Nice job, but a ma- uh-huh. many men have grown these COVID beards. Oh right, right. And I, I tried, and it looked really pathetic. Well, maybe you're just meant to be that clean, clean cut. That's right. That's, so that's this uh, young man, uh, Christian Carmen, he uh, is works with an organization called Celerity, and uh, he grew quite a, a beard during COVID. Yeah. Young guy, and he decided as a fundraiser that he's going to shave it for charity. And you can find the link on our Facebook page. And he has like I think it's eight beard styles, and and you could you could vote with the donation. I don't think there's a minimum amount, and pick you know one of those styles that you think he should do, and on September 28th, he's going to that will be the end, and that will be the style that's chosen. There's mutton chops, there's the chevron mustache, there's the 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 shoe, the horseshoe, um, there's the goatee. So he's giving you the opportunity to to choose what style. Mm-hmm. Now, how big? I'm assuming he has a. A long beard? Yeah, the, he's going to go to a professional barber in uh, Melrose. Oh, that is And the very name creative. was escaping me right now. I want to say Joe, but it's on Main Street in Melrose, right across from the Mexican restaurant. And uh, yes, because he, he is not prepared to shave <laughs> all that off. Thing. Right. So he's going to have a professional do it. And I think we're going to see him. I think him. you should live stream that, right? I Get think they, I, I believe are they, they are. Oh, I well, that's they great. Are. So yeah, you could see his video. You could vote. So he's doing that, and of course, all the proceeds are going to Bread of Life. That's wonderful. Yeah, well, good for you. That's so awesome. So that's fun. We never saw that before. Yeah, yeah. So any other guy that's got yeah. a COVID beard, if you want to do it, <laughs> shave it for charity. I would offer up some of my hair, but it's getting, it's getting. Stop. Better. You know what I mean? I got to hold on to what. <laughs> bread of Life or no Bread of Life? No. Um, here's the thing I saw too, which I've uh, they've done many times, and so, so have in some other. Uh, um, Grocery stores, but Stop and Shop is doing their community bag program. Yes, that's um, great. This month you, or October? You buy, I thought it was October. If you yeah. buy one of the reusable Stop and Shop bags and yes. they donate a dollar to Bread of Life, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, and speaking of in-kind donations, we still do need, you know, for the homeless and also for the Malden Warming Center, but uh, we, we, we keep oh, um, things at the evening meal, uh, socks, men's underwear, um, oh, gloves, especially men's gloves, but any sort of uh, like ski gloves, heavier yeah. gloves that will really keep out the cold. Uh, we do have a lot of hats and scarves, but yeah, gloves, socks, the underwear, that would be very helpful. Um, blankets. Heavier, just a, just heavier a, a, another layer to bread of life. It, it, it was a clothing ministry as well at these, right? Yeah, yes. We've always had clothing. Uh, we don't have that much capacity to store, so we like right. to keep on hand the most useful things. So, you know, at this point, it's it's winter items. 
that we want like that. Um, and the Malden Warming Center, which this year is it, it's going to open in December, December, January, February, and that might be March, um, at the First Church of the Nazarene on, on um, fantastic what they do Eastern Ave, yeah. 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 So they'll also they're also collecting, and then we we collect toiletries too. So uh, toothbrushes, toothpaste, shampoo, um, conditioner, soap, lotion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially smaller bottles that people can carry with them. And I should mention too, because you talk about going beyond the food, that mm-hmm. our one of the things that's very important that I didn't mention about our under one roof building project. Oh, right is that we've been partnering all along with a nonprofit um, housing developer, which is Metro North Housing Corp. And they uh, and they are the successor to Tri-City Community Action Program. They took over in terms of the housing. So they, they took over owning and operating the buildings, the um, housing, the permanent housing affordable that TRICAP had been running. Right. And now they will own and operate the units that are going to be built in our new project, which is 14 affordable studio apartments. Wow. So that's a, that's a real, that's really huge. Because yeah. we've always served the homeless. And this is a great partnership. We'll be, we'll be able to continue to provide the, the pantry and the meals and all the other things that are going to take place in our multi-service hall, whether it's financial literacy or financial counseling, uh, if it's workforce development, you know, training opportunities. Uh, we hope to have a little sort of cafe operation next to the bike path because the site is between the bike path and Eastern Ave. And people will be able to take the Volpe walkway through our site, but also we'll have this little cafe. I envision it could be lemonade, but it could be espresso drinks. Um, there you go. I um, like that. So I think that's going to be the next phase for, for Bread of Life. We'll be getting into that workforce development Fantastic. arena, probably again partnering wow. with another organization. Awesome. Can you believe it, uh, my friend, Miss Gabriella? We're uh, approaching the end of one hour, right? Yeah. Flew by <laughs> like, it all, like it always does. Uh, it's been a great pleasure to have you on. If there's a Last thing you'd like to say to the folks out there uh, tonight, I know you're uh, quite uh, uh, present in the community every day, but... um, uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. God bless you all for everything you've done. Bread of Life cannot exist without volunteers and donations. That's what it's all about. Uh, It's not about me. It's not about paid staff. It's about the community, neighbors helping neighbors, and you make it happen. When people compliment me, I say, it's not me. It's it's the community. It's all the people pitching in, everyone doing what they can. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. Wonderful. Well-spoken. And uh, it is a community, but uh, I'm going to say it. Uh, it is you in a lot of ways. You've dedicated your life to this cause. And um, I've told you this before. I just admire you so much, admire the work that you do, and I appreciate our friendship so much. Same here. I admire you and appreciate our friendship. It's a blessing. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for coming. Okay, folks, that's it. Let me just remind you one more time. The Walk for Bread is a week from Sunday, October 3rd at Pine Banks Park in Melrose Malden line, correct, on Main Street. It's yeah. going to be a great event. Please go register, um, and, and we'll have a lot of fun. So this is the end. Uh, I'd like to end with a quote. One of my favorite philosophers, maybe you heard of him, is uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and to celebrate the first day of autumn, he says, It's the first day of autumn.
A time of hot chocolatey mornings and toasty marshmallow evenings, and best of all, leaping into leaves. Leap into those leaves, Malden. God bless. We'll see you next month.